Welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host, Calvin Timms. You can find me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin. Find my co-host, Dale, over on Twitter at Dynasty underscore Dale. Real quick, we'll just get into it quick. If you could, just like, comment, and subscribe on the video. Helps with the algorithm, and all of your love is appreciated. So, you know, we're getting into the meat of the offseason, so all the love you guys can give us would be appreciated. So, you know, we're going through our coaching roundup. You know, we've gone through three head coaches so far. Sean Payton with Denver, Frank Reich with Carolina, D'Amico Ryans with Houston. This is the last confirmed, well, unconfirmed. I think by the time you're yeah. listening to this, it'll probably be confirmed. Probably. Uh, head coach hiring that we know of right now. We're still waiting for Arizona. Um, it's likely that they go defensive coordinator, but until we know who it's going to be, who the offensive coordinator is going to be. There's really not much to talk on. And then we still have three open offensive coordinator positions with Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and Washington. Baltimore, I think, is going to get filled pretty easily, but Tampa Bay and Washington, nobody They're wants to go there. They're going to be interesting, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to go there. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how those get filled. But as of right now, we're talking about the Indianapolis Colts head coach, new head coach, Shane Steichen, and... He is someone who was the passing game coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. And this is the weirdest. We were talking, Dale and I were talking a little bit offline. This is the weirdest connect. It's the most Jim Ursay thing to do um, mm-hmm. other than Jeff Saturday. You know, maybe you're listening to this and we're going to have to pull it because it's Jeff Saturday and, and we have no idea yet. But as of right yeah. now, it's not Jeff Saturday. That would be the most Jim Ursay thing. This is the second most Absolutely. because Shane yeah. Steichen worked under Nick Sirianni, who worked under Frank Reich before he got poached away from Frank Reich to go be the head coach of the Eagles. So he's getting the guy that worked under Frank Reich to come be the head coach in lieu of Frank Reich. It's like, what are we doing here? This is like circular yeah, logic to the, to the nth degree here. So Shane Steichen, here's the issue. He's a first-time head coach. Why are you going with the first-time head coach with the, with the, the, the Colts? The GM is on the hot seat. You know, Chris Ballard is on the hot seat. Maybe yeah. he can buy himself a little bit more time. They, I think for the most part, the the Colts have been okay um, at roster construction. They've just under mm-hmm. underperformed pretty much every single year. Yeah. Um, but every year, they're, you're talking about their offense, like or their team is just, man, that team's loaded. Uh, they're going to be really good again. But they just under-deliver under every single time. So... That's really weird that you're going with the first-time head coach if the GM is in a hot seat. So all signs are pointing towards them taking Will Levis at number four. Maybe Will Levis goes number one and they go Bryce Young at four. But you know, basically they're locked into one of those two guys unless somebody else comes up to get a quarterback in front of them. Um, but all signs are pointing towards them going quarterback with their first-round pick at four. It's going to be a rookie quarterback with a new head coach that's never called plays um it, it's not great um we'll put it that way so you know you look at what the eagles have been able to do this year and it's been great you know jalen hurts has been super mobile 
you know, maybe we, we talked about with Frank Wright going to Carolina, but maybe they get Anthony Richardson at four. Maybe they're going to pull the wool over everybody's eyes and that's who they're going to end up going, which makes it a little bit more interesting. You know, when you think of Anthony Richardson, he's a little bit more of a, of a Jalen Hurts type Jaylen of player. Type, um, yeah. So maybe that's what they end up doing, but I wouldn't be shocked if they go Will Levis. That's who everyone has Chris Ballard on right now. Um, that's all the rumors from Super Bowl mm-hmm. are that Chris Ballard is in absolute love with Will Levis. So, you know, there, where there's smoke, there's fire. So it, it, it just makes me a little nervous. If you don't have a mobile quarterback, and I know Will Levis is a little bit more mobile, but he's got a lot of tools, not the most accurate, not the, the mm-hmm. smartest player there. We've talked about Will Levis enough. Go listen to our rookie breakdown yeah. there. Um, we're not fans. <laughs> it's safe to say there. Um, so if that's the case, let's say they go Will Levis. I am not excited about basically anything in this offense. I think it's going to be uh, what we saw in Pittsburgh for the whole team. You know, they they don't have a great offensive line. They have a lot of great weapons all across the board, but they're going to have a, an inept quarterback that's not going to be able to facilitate anything on the offensive side of the ball. You add in that a first-time head coach, and again, you look at even Russ with a first-time head coach was not able to do well for the Denver Broncos. And Russ still has a lot of talent. Say what you will about him. You know, whether it was Russ, whether it was Nathaniel Hackett, it's hard to really say, but it's never a guarantee that these guys are going to come in and be good offensive minds when you're now the head coach of the team as well. So, what are your thoughts on Shane Steichen with the Indianapolis Colts? Um, to be honest, I did not who I I did not know who this guy was until about two days ago. So that shows you how how, how much I know about him. Um, I don't I like you. I'm very worried about what he's going to do. You know, I'm not sure how much he played a part in the Nick Sirianni offense. Right. You know, I kind of I kind of feel. I'm, I'm, I, I feel that his offense would kind of stem off like a Frank Reich offense. And that's probably why, what they were trying to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, bec- it's because the roster construction is, you know, for Frank Reich. So, um, you know, dynasty wise, um, I would stay away from any Indianapolis Colt. You can, you know, like I would be getting rid of Michael Pittman if I could, which he's probably not worth a whole Never lot at this him. moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, you know, uh, you know, if they get, you know, Will Levis, if they trade up for C.J. Stroud, they get C.J. Stroud. We're, we're, we're. I know, I know, but I'm, I'm still. I would feel bad. I don't think they have to trade for C.J. Stroud either. I think you'd be able to get him before. That's 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 very true. So, so, but um, I think it's going to be very interesting with this roster mm-hmm. um i don't i don't think it's a very good roster anymore um mm-hmm. i feel they have a lot of guys <laughs> there that are just are, are just guys you know um you know like they're like i think the only good player i can think of that's going to be fantasy relevant is going to be jonathan taylor and that's if he can stay healthy so yeah um other than that i think they're going to be the dumpster fire that they were last year mm-hmm. um with frank wright and then jeff saturday was a interesting choice um i i mean i think i would feel more comfortable having jeff saturday yeah at this point and you know i i i, I at least know jeff saturday can has some experience you know and knows jim ursay mm-hmm. and kind of knows what they're trying to go for where this guy he's i mean he hasn't bounced around like he's been with like the chargers you know with 
with them and was with Philip Rivers and then was with mm-hmm. um, Justin Herbert for a year as as the full time offensive coordinator. And then, you know, he kind of followed Nick Sirianni over. So I kind of hope he he knows what he's getting himself into. Yeah. And good luck to him. <laughs> I wish him the best. You know, I really want the Colts to be relevant, but I think it's gone. I think he has a rough road ahead of him. So fantasy wise, I think that Jonathan Taylor is going to be fine. You know, even yes. Frank Reich, yep. the, the biggest downside with Frank Reich was he forgot how to run the ball, you know, just yep. how to literally yep. call run plays. Um, it was like, oh, we have Jonathan Taylor and he's really, really good, but we're just going to pass the ball three straight times. It's like, yeah, get, get it Jonathan Taylor involved. Good. You know, then you look at, at the Eagles and they were able to get those backs involved nonstop. So I think Jonathan Taylor's going to be fine for fantasy. Um, I still think he's he's RB1 material, probably top mm-hmm. five still. I think he's going to get the volume, and he's so good yep. that he's still going to yep. be top five. So no panicking on Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Michael Pittman, I'm with you. I, I don't love it. Um, he's just not an alpha guy. I, I wouldn't be shocked no. if they try and get, uh, you know, bring somebody in. Maybe they get a rookie, but they trade for DeAndre Hopkins, somebody like that. I could see them trying to get DeAndre Hopkins just to solidify their weapons and that, you know, it'd be the most Colts move ever getting an, an uh pass prime DeAndre Hopkins at this point. Mm-hmm. But um it, I could see them going for an older vet that would be an OBJ or somebody like that. And yeah. um I just don't think Michael Pittman ever really has the road to RB or wide receiver one potential that everybody kind of puts on him. But the one guy I will say is kind of interesting, and again, Paris Campbell's a free agent, so he's going to be gone. Uh, Alec Pierce yep. is a little interesting. Um, I think that Alec Pierce has a lot of potential. We saw flashes of him as a rookie, but unfortunately they were never good enough this entire year to really utilize Alec Pierce or what he was good at. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of potential long-term. But the one guy that I think is very interesting for fantasy that I'd probably still be in on would be Jelani Woods. Now, you look at yeah. um, Nick Sirianni and their offense with the Eagles, what they've been able to do both years that they were there. Um, they really relied heavily on the tight end position. Justin Herbert, you go back to his rookie year, in the NFL, and they utilized the tight end pretty heavily. I think that was the Jared Cook year, right, if if I do remember right. So, so. they really like to utilize the tight end position. And then you go, you go and you look. You got third-round um, tight end Jelani Woods last year. Physical freak. He hit all the measurable boxes pretty much that you could ask for for a tight end. So I think that there's a lot of potential there that they could lean on him as a Dallas Goddard, as a Jared Cook type of player. Um, so I'd be probably interested in him as a dark horse tight end one. Um, but yeah, again, Jonathan Taylor, maybe Alec Pierce selling Michael Pittman and then really kind of see what they do at quarterback. Um, I think that they're going to be going probably Will Levis. And I just, I don't love that for fantasy football. It's, it's Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. all over again. Right. Yeah. With bigger hands. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. You know, I, I think, yeah, it's the only person I really feel comfortable with is Jonathan Taylor, and that's it. And, you know, I, I, I do like Jelani Woods. I like his upside, but I, I have it's to all see about, it first before I yeah, believe it. Yeah, it's all and, about the price, yeah. right? If you can buy him for yeah. a third, if you can get him for a third. I would, I would, be, I would love that. 
Like that, that, that I'd be willing to do that just to see, you know, just like Dale said, you you don't want to do it without, I I have a gut feeling that they're going to make him the guy, but it could be Mo Alley Cox too. You know, we have no idea at this Mm -hmm. point in time. Um, but I just think that Johnny Woods is the, the heir apparent just because he was the third round pick last year. Um, he's younger, he's bigger than Mo Alley Cox, which is hilarious. So, um, I think that that that's why I would be more interested in Jelani Woods, but you know, can you get him for a third? Maybe, probably. Um, it feels like you know I haven't traded for Jelani Woods anywhere yet, but if you're not in tight end premium, you could probably get him for maybe even a fourth. So you know, let, see what it would take to get Jelani Woods anywhere in the third round range. You're taking a stab at anybody at that point anyway, so just go give up a third for Jelani Woods and and just try and see what that that can hold for you. Um, same with Alec Pierce at this point in time, I bet you Alec Pierce is probably worth a third. He was a second rounder last year. He's probably depreciated. And one of the best things you can possibly do for dynasty football is buying second year wide receivers that didn't Mm -hmm. explode in year one, because, you know, again, Alec Pierce, he showed a lot of flashes for this team, but they were just never consistent. Their, that offensive line was so bad that they never had time to let a play develop at all down the field. Whenever they did, Alec Pierce was always open. You know, that's when they targeted him heavily down the field. Um, but yeah, they just struggled to let those plays form a lot this year. So um, Alec Pierce is someone that's interesting. I think you can get him a lot cheaper than what you were able to get him last year. But um yeah, there's there's not a lot of love for this. It, the problem is just first time head coach. It's just it's always a risk, right? So um, I don't want to don't want to completely write him off. You know, there's the there's always the potential that he could be very very good, but I'm just mm-hmm. not holding my breath anymore for these for these guys. So any last thoughts on the Colts? Nope. All right, um, we're going to talk about just one offensive coordinator here today. It's going to be Tim Kelly with the Tennessee Titans. Um, this one's a pretty small one. So this guy was was hired within. Uh, he was promoted within. I think for last year, there was no official offensive coordinator. There was just kind of a uh, an offensive assistant or whatever you want to call yeah. it um, for Tennessee. So this guy was promoted and made the official offensive coordinator for um, 2023. Really not much is going to change um, because of this hiring, you know, he was with the team before now he was already calling a lot of the plays anyway. So it's not a a big noticeable one, but um, you're going to see all over the place at some point in time that the Tennessee Titans have a new offensive coordinator. This is who it was. So um, fantasy wise, I really don't think uh, we can talk on the Tennessee Titans really quickly because of this, I guess. Um, there's a lot of rumors that Ryan Tannehill might be out of Tennessee. So if that happens, I I don't see that happening personally Um, with how little they trusted Malik Willis last year. I just don't see that happening. I think that what they're really going to try and do is build around the offensive line. Cause I think they were like the worst offensive line in the league last year, according to PFF. So take that with a grain Mm -hmm. of salt, but um, that's still pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. So, um, if they can build that offensive line up a little bit better, Traylon Burks, I think is going to be an amazing buy. I love Traylon Burks for this team. Robert Woods might be a little bit healthier. Um, 
again, remember he was coming off an ACL. He's a little bit older as well. So it, it takes a little bit of time for some of these guys to get back mm-hmm. to full form. Um, Derek yep. Henry just got blown up pretty much every play behind the line of scrimmage. So even King Henry just needed a little bit of help. It's an old roster. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't love these guys for fantasy, but I do believe that they have a little bit left in the tank where they're going to be depreciated assets, except for Traylon Burks. And they're going to be able to outperform what they were able to do last year. If they can rebuild this offensive line, that's a big if, but you know, what are your thoughts on Tennessee? Any, any major thoughts? Um, I think with Tim Kelly, he's interesting because I think he has, like he started under Bill O'Brien, which, which we talked about in, in the previous episode with being this great offensive mind. And, and then he went over to Tennessee and he was kind of, he was the passing game coordinator last year. Um, so, which the passing game was, was laughable at best, yeah, which the whole offense was just bad. Yeah. I mean, I feel that was a product of their GM, a yeah. lot of it, and yeah. that's why he's no longer there. <laughs> he got fired and, for AJ Brown, man. That, yes. that AJ as, Brown trade, as, straight up fired. As, as he very, as he very well should have. So, yeah. um, I'm, you know, I, I think the Titans are going to be a lot better, and they have, I think they have more of a chance because they have the have the, uh, because they have the Niners um, director of of personnel coming in as, as a general manager. Yes. So, yep. so. So, so I think that's definitely going to help them. So, um, you know, I, I'm excited for Traylon Burks. I think he's, as long as he gets his asthma under control, I think he's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> he was pretty you know, good this and, year and too. So I know, I know he was. So, uh, other than that, like wide receiver wise, um, I'm looking at the roster. It looks pretty bad to be honest. Other, other than Bobby Trees, which I think I think he's going to be a I think he's going to go way late in a lot of and a lot of redrafts and in yep. dynasty drafts. So yeah, he's someone you know, again, I, I, a third round pick. You might be able to get him for free almost. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, I, I would, I, well, I know last year, a lot of people were, were really excited for him to kind of be in a different offense and they, and they probably overdrafted him with his injury and stuff like that. So um, I think that was a big thing. Um, and then tight end wise, I'm, I'm looking at, let's see if I say his name, right. Uh, Chigazim Oconquo. Chig Oconquo. You can just call him Chig. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Chig Oconquo. Yep. 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 I almost nailed it. So um, I'm really excited about him because he came on at the end of the season. Um, I mean, a lot of it was, was, was obviously with Ryan Tannehill because they don't trust Malik Willis to even think about throwing it downfield, even remotely close to anybody, which I think is interesting in their roster construction, but that's beside the point. Um, but I, I, I'm excited for him. Like he's a rookie. Like, I think, I think he could be somebody that they're, that they could develop around because their other tight ends are, their other relevant tight ends are older, you know, like Austin Hooper's older. Yeah. Greg Swain who we hit or miss, um, you know, other than that, like you have King Henry, obviously. Um, I really think Hassan Haskins is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, you know, you know, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I was very excited about him. And I think he returned a lot of kicks last year. So, you know, he was kind of relegated to more special teams role. But um, I I, th- I think he's going to be really good. I, I think he's going to be a good asset this year. So, um, you know, I wouldn't give up on the Titans because I really like Mike Rabel. I think he's a fantastic coach. But the roster is 
less than mid. To yeah, it's days. definitely lagging. Yes, absolutely. So, all right. So, yeah, that's it, it's something to watch. Again, I don't think Tim Kelly is going to change much. He was he was pretty much no. already running this this offense before, yeah. um, and this offense. A lot of people are going to be down on it from last year, but I think there's still a lot of potential there. the The offensive line was just so drastically bad. I think that it it hindered everything, you know. And you take into account Traylon Burks was a rookie. They got rid of AJ Brown, who was a very core piece of this offense. And there's just a lot of changes that were this last year. So I actually think that there's a lot of potential here. Um, and we just wanted to touch on it. You you know, use this as a as a reason to talk on Tennessee a little bit here. So um yeah. any last thoughts, Dale, before we wrap this one up? Nope. All right. So thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. I'm going to take a little bit of a break. Hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm going to be traveling the next couple of days. So, um, you know, we'll see if we have time, maybe Saturday we can get out a podcast for Arizona and, um, Baltimore, Tampa, Washington. If they fill those offensive positions, we can kind of put something out there to talk about it. But as of right now, you know, there's, rumors everywhere for all these guys but nothing mm-hmm. concrete you know i've seen eric yep. b to the ravens i've seen him um to the arizona cardinals i've seen you know i've seen a lot of rumors about greg roman going over to washington to be their new oc and it's like mm-hmm. yeah there's just too much up in the air right now to really put something together for that so um once we have a little bit more confirmation and i'm back home we will be able to record one more to wrap up the coaching changes but yeah let us know your thoughts over on Twitter, on YouTube, wherever you're listening to the podcast. You know, the podcast is available on Google, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, wherever podcasts are found. And again, just leave a comment, review, anything you can just to help the podcast out. We would greatly appreciate it. So um, let us know your thoughts on all these coaching changes. There's a lot of potential there. I like it. I think Sean Payton is probably by far my favorite one so far. But Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's some hope with some of these other guys. So um, let us know your thoughts again. Thank you guys for listening and have a good night.